Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to the Talking Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And today is a discussional podcast where we talk about the greatest things that's going on in the news, or not so great things, um, that we think we can bring up some discussion on, and then we jump into our community to get some questions answered, because people seem to care about us or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Probably don't. <laughs> probably. I'm probably overthinking that a little bit, because uh, most of the questions are very, very evil in, in certain regards. But yeah, anyways, uh, let's jump into the news. Unless you have Please. anything to say beforehand. Uh, you kind of. I don't want to drag guess, you right I into guess it. we could wait until the end. It's up to you. That's, that's fine. That way it works. I, I, I just wanted to, to give a shout out. I, I was looking on the internets to see if you know anybody was talking about us. And I found a couple sites that people were talking about us. And I wanted to give you all a shout out and say thanks a lot. I mean, we love having having you guys go out and say stuff about us and we don't really say that a lot because mostly because we don't want to sound like we're pining for people to pay attention to us because we really i i we don't we don't go and beg for people to go and 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 put reviews on itunes although that you know would really help us get get our name out there but a lot of it is we don't want to sound like we're we're desperate and we want to you know, beg people. We, we just want you guys to do what you guys want to do. And if you guys feel that, that we deserve the, the iTunes review, we, we appreciate it. Um, yeah, we've, we kind of mentioned before where it's like, we, we really love the people that do Patreon, um, because it shows that they were, they're willing to put their money out there, the money they earned out there for us. 
um, to help us keep the site running. Uh, but we always mention the idea that the one of the things that that people can help us out the most, even if you can't give that kind of money, you can go out there and tell people about us. If if you're that willing to go out there and tell people about us, then that means that you you obviously think that we're uh, enjoyable to listen to, and that's always good. And so yeah, like some of the things that we, uh, you you sent me for a link for was these people that were at these different sites that were going, hey, check out these guys. They're they're doing this, this, and this, and explaining what makes us unique and special and to have all those bullet points given out shows that we have plenty here that is unique from other podcasts. Not necessarily saying that we're better than other podcasts, but saying that, hey, if, you, if you're looking for this, this, and this, these guys are doing it. Yeah. I mean, like the family friendliness, that's that's our thing. So mm-hmm. it's good to see that people actually appreciate certain things. I like, I like the fact that somebody had pointed out that we're anti-bash. And I thought that was really cool because that's something that we really like to do. We want to be inclusive, not exclusive. We don't want to... If you like this, this, and this, that means you're stupid and you don't deserve to watch anime or you don't deserve to be in the otaku club. And that, I don't want to be that. And, and I, I think Andrew agrees. It's not That's not who we are. We want to be inclusive. We want you guys to feel like you have a place to go to where uh, you can have fun and just enjoy anime for what it is. In- anime. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, did you have one that you want to read or... Did you, did you keep them? They're on your message. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Andrew. Um, but yeah, we, we definitely appreciate it. So thank you all for uh, spreading the word on us and supporting us in that in that regard. Because uh, the kind of words that we get feedback for is just means a lot to us. It, it it shows that our efforts are, you know, not gone in vain. So <laughs> right, there's people that listen to us. Uh, but anyways, let's let's jump into the news. We have we have quite a few little tidbits here. I'm not sure which ones will actually produce some uh, some conversation. But first one we have is uh, Daisuke on Friday announced that Concrete Revolution is going to get a second season and will air in April, so that's spring 2016. So for all those fans out there of Concrete Revolution, I know we have a couple on the forums that really enjoy that show. Uh, look forward to a continuation of it. I'm not sure if that means that this is gonna like drop off like a dead rock Probably. at the end of here or if because i mean it doesn't feel like it's going it's it's spinning to a uh a conclusion at all right it really right. doesn't um the way it jumps around <laughs> no telling what they're gonna do with that show um but yeah that's 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 exciting for those people that have, I, it's one of those things where i'm like i don't know if if it comes to a like a full-on conclusion like i feel like it's a good chapters in I would almost feel tempted just not continue it because it's not that it's a bad show. It's just one of those shows where I wonder if it's worth the time and and brain. Well, I I think that we're really having just a hard time enjoying it. And it's not that it's a bad show because I don't hate it. I just I I'm I'm very disappointed with it. I can just say that. Yeah, I mean, it's got quite a few little stories in there that I've actually enjoyed. It's just the overall I, I haven't really enjoyed it too much but i mean it was one of the shows that i was most excited about this season yeah yeah well i was excited for it because it was from the blood blockade battlefront people and so it was it was a given that i would jump into there plus i like you i enjoyed that comic book style artistic Mm -hmm. style to it um but yeah it's 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 definitely one of those shows that i think a lot of people are enjoying it just for being able to pick it apart because people are making these big huge spreadsheets of this is where this timeline falls into, and this is where this part fell into, um, and they're like they're like picking that apart. But at the same time, it's like, is it one of those ones where you can't really enjoy it unless you do that? 
Maybe. I'm not sure. It's possible. Um, let's move forward. We have... We all knew that Snow White with the red hair was going to continue in its second season in January, but now we have a date. January 11th. They're, they're, they're starting to throw out all the dates right now. Um, Snow White with red hair is one of them. That's going to be January 11th. Uh, Gate, the, 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 the Japanese self-defense force fought there, whatever it's called, uh, is starting January 9th. I think the earliest one I've seen was the 9th. It might have been the 6th. But in other news... You don't know the Dawn season two is still non-existent. <laughs> I thought that you were going to announce something. I was like, oh, oh, I, I think that I'm going to be having a lot of fun next season. But if Yona is not. Man, Yona and Snow White on the same season would be like. Right. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if I would have a asterisk. Uh, oh, come on. Struggle there. <laughs> no, I'll just have to remember if it's just a show about gathering people, it's going to be Yona. And if it's a show about. <laughs> <laughs> Love and romance, it'll be Snow White. <laughs> You're so hard. No, I'm... The reason why I bring this up, besides to put in a burn there, because it's upsetting that Yona Dawn did not continue because I thought it was getting, like, to the point where I was like, yes, we're getting into the good stuff. It's because the fact that we've gone so long without another adaptation put out there... Granted, Yona the Dawn, apparently the, the manga got an award or something like that for being a bestseller, so that's cool. That means that there's a good chance that they will see this successful... Let's make another anime adaptation. Um, but it, it goes to show that my frustrations with the first season continues on because we still have not seen a second season. So thus, that show is going to just fall into obscurity in my mind as that show where she gathered her forces and then it ended. Yeah. And that's my problem, I guess. Is is I think it's a logical complaint. So Hopefully, like I said, since it's got that best, bestseller award uh, okay. going on. Is your complaint that it dropped off, or is your complaint that it's a gather up the forces? Both. It dropped because off one, because, it because dropped one, off because one I can one agree point with you was because of the other point. One I can agree with you on the other one I can't. But the the drop the point of one is the point of the other. It dropped off because it spent all of its time gathering people. If it was like a like a like a full on long series, yeah, I can see their point to gathering all the people. That's like fairy tale. It's a it's an epic, so I understand that it's going to take some time to get some, to something to put these characters into effect. I'm I'm I, I'm sorry. I just I disagree on one point. The other one I agree you, with. You got them shades on. These <laughs> rosy shades. She's so beautiful, so it's okay. Pinch your little cheeks. Don't worry, you're you're not at fault. You're, you're, yeah. Anyways, you uh, didn't I'm write yourself myself. that way. I'm burying myself. <laughs> <laughs> that one epic battle at the very beginning, we never really ever see come to fruition. Just keep seeing it. Anyways, let's move on uh, to some sadder news. Uh, Akiyuki Nosaka, the novelist who has been known for the Grave of the Fireflies. Uh, passed away Wednesday, December 9th at the age of 85. Um, it is sad news to see somebody who has created something that we all, I mean, created the story behind of something that we all love. I never read the novel, um, but the Grave of Fireflies adaptation that Ghibli did, absolutely loved it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, see, it's a pillar in, in anime, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that you go, everybody will at some point go, you must watch this, and then you can call yourself a, an otaku. I mean, it's it's just one of those things that to see somebody that 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 important, that would be like Miyazaki going. It's like he's just that instrumental in 
anime in general. So it's it it really sucks. I yeah. Um, it is it is kind of interesting to note that uh, I don't know if many people know, but the the novel of Grave of the Fireflies was actually written uh, in response of his own life, where he experienced this this post uh, war experience, or he went through this post war experience and actually lost the life of his uh, his sister, his his family members. Um, so it's actually the novel was itself, and Grave of the Fireflies is a a story uh, that of something that he actually experienced. So it's actually like firsthand experiences. <laughs> and it's just one of those things that I, it, it definitely puts into play, depending on what your religion is, this, this concept of, I hope that he is now, you know, with his family and, uh, they're all, you know, happy ever after. Kind yeah. Of thing. You know, that nice that hurts even stuff. worse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's uh, that, that 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 explains why it just it touched those points so well. I mean, yeah, I mean, we we always make the joke of the idea of uh, a story is only as clever as the writer. I mean, you can only you can only write so much into it of your own knowledge or cr- the creative mind has limits and stuff like that. And with him, it was this is something he went through. So every single fabric in that story is. In essence, his 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 telling and his his experiences. So, uh, all of it's definitely definitely tragic. Um, but I'm glad to see that he lived to a, an age of 85. I mean, with a lot of the stories we've been having recently, uh, there's a few other deaths that I I didn't really want to get into. But it's it's always sad to see so many lives being lost at such early ages, and it, it looks like he still managed to live a a long, healthy life. Um, so. But definitely, definitely a sad day for all anime fans out there. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that. Uh, Crunchyroll as Jinro and uh, Fist in the North Star to their catalog. So, if you've been waiting to watch those two movies, you can now find them on Crunchyroll. I don't remember if I've watched Jinro or not. I, I keep looking at the trailers because it, it was on sale with Right Stuff uh, recently, and it's like I don't uh, no, I don't know if it was on sale. Maybe I'm wanting it on a cell. I'm pretty sure. I, I I know I've watched Fist of the North Star, but I don't I don't Every time I look at trailers for General, I keep going, ah, that's recognizable. So I'm pretty sure I watched it a long time ago. I'm just not positive. Um, but it is a very violent and very gritty kind of warish state. So uh definitely check that out if you're you're if you're wanting to. And uh I have not watched Fifth and uh Fist of the North Star, but uh I've heard plenty of people talk about that one, so I just I guess I kinda of put that in the same lens as Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, and I know people are going to hate me for saying that, but it has that, that feel to it, so I'm, I'm no, scared. No, um, the Kung Fu movie made a lot of references to it. Okay. So you're going to see something, it not as funny, I mean, it's a lot more dark and a lot more serious, but... Yeah, it's supposed to be very violent. Yeah, uh, but... Yeah, it's it's kind of like that. And those are from those are from uh, Eastern Star, so that's definitely a cool company that is bringing a lot of the really old shows back into licenses. So definitely check them out as well um, if you like that quality of uh, stuff they're bringing back. Uh, moving forward, we'd have uh, Front Wing may continue this whole visual novel localization move um, with their recent visual novel Island. Um, so that's cool to see that there's besides like. Uh, visual arts who's going, oh, hey, Clannad's doing good. Let's bring Clannad Tomoyo's after story in here and bring it in front wing saying, hey, we're we're on this too. So all these visual novel companies are finally seeing that 
hey, America's America's got money, and we can we can do this now, kind of thing. So it, it's a it's a mixed bag for me because it's like it's cool that all these companies are finally saying, hey, look, there's actually a market over here. But at the same time, with this last year, it's like there's this just vomit of visual novels like crazy, and it's like there's only so much time in the day. <laughs> And I'm yeah. I'm um, I'm afraid that they're oversaturating the market with just tons of visual novels that most people don't have time to actually consume fast enough, um, or they're not going to sell because there's too much out there. And then they're going to turn around and decide that well, we don't sell. want anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what's frustrating. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just so don't know for those that don't know, um, they they basically on their Facebook page they said it's a very exciting. Um, they were, they were talking about the seiyus that they got on board for the island. Um, they said that they're excited to have this new superstar team on uh, of voice actresses in one game. At current time, island is planned for Jap- Japan only. However, an overseas release is also being considered. Uh, so please show your support and let us hear your voices. So that's basically the call out they had. So if you're excited about that particular visual novel, I, I guess go to go to their Facebook page and uh, Frontline's Facebook page and let them know. Uh, for those who don't know, the game itself is described uh, by Frontwing as Urajima, an island far from the mainland. Uh, the people who live there lead carefree lives, uh, but five years ago, the island, uh, the island's three great families suffered a series of misfortunes and succumbed to suspicion. Uh, the people of the island cut off all contact with the mainland and began to uh, began a slow decline. Uh, the key to saving the islands lies in three girls who belong to three families, uh, but they are bound by old traditions and are conflicted. On the island, a lone man washes ashore. The man claims to be from the future, and he begins a solitary struggle to change the island's fate. So again, check that out if you're if you're interested or if you want to help support those visual novels. Definitely from Frontwing if you're a fan of uh, the Fruit of Kasaya. Uh, and want to see more of their stuff, check that out. Do you sense some archetypes in that image? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's Undead and the Yojo and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, anyways, let's move forward. We have Crunchyroll. Another thing from Crunchyroll. We'll be streaming uh, Garakoa Restore the F- World Film on uh, January 16th, uh, which is really cool, in my opinion, because this is technically something that is now having a theatrical release in Japan on January 9th in uh, Japan and also in San Francisco. Uh, so it's like one of those... I, I know that we've seen a lot of theatrical stuff release on Crunchyroll, but this is a case where they are like right there with the actual theatrical release. They are going to stream it online. Mm-hmm. I mean, within, what, seven days with a week? All right. Which is kind of unheard of. I, I'm hoping that we see more stuff like this. I'm not sure if this has anything to do with Crunchyroll's move to get into these uh, committees. Maybe they're pulling strings now. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, something significant had to have happened for them to get a theatrical release so quickly into streaming. So that's really exciting. The synopsis for it is a floating space without gravity where an infinite number of lights shine in different colors. The box of wisdom inside of this box, the multiple worlds, multiple timelines, and they're used, uh, and there used to be different people. This is the Duel and Dorothy where this is where Duel and Dorothy were fighting with enemies called uh, viruses. Worlds infected with viruses can be erased. Uh, this is the duty, the job of these girls. However, one day Duel and Dorothy feel the presence of a news virus. 
Uh, arriving at the scene, they uh, see a girl being attacked by viruses. After saving the girl, the duel, uh, the duo wait for their awaken, wait for her to awaken so that they can ask her who she is, where she came from, and where she is going. Finally, the girls open their eyes. Uh, the girl opened her eyes. She gave her name, Remo, and whispered only one sentence: "I must return to the flower patch." Ooh. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> Really cool though. I, 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 we, me and Andrew were talking about it. It looks great. I, I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to it. But I think that we kind of caught hints that it might be slightly Yuri. So expect Yuri action. <laughs> you say like you say it's a bad thing. Like, but yeah, usually whenever girls are talking about flower patches, it's usually Yuri's. Hmm, <laughs> Yuri Kuma Rashi. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, for more of what's coming up next season, which technically that is one that's marked for next season, uh, definitely look forward to next week. Uh, we will be recording our preview for the winter yes. 2016 season. So, yay! Get to make that outline. It's going to be fun. That outline's always fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's all we have. That's all the news we have. Did you have anything else? Nope. No, no, no? Okay. Uh, that means we will jump into our community. After we have a quick break, uh, we're going to go ahead and play a promo for the guys over at aapodcast.com. Uh, definitely enjoy that and check them out if you will, and we will be right back. The Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast presents When It Comes to Pokemon, Don't Mess with Kazuo. I was in sixth grade, and I had Pokemon on my Game Boy. I had a Game Boy Pocket, I think, at the time. I was in gym class, and we're in the locker room, and I'm getting changed. This kid runs by, grabs my Game Boy, and bolts. <gasps> and so I never got it back. Kid stole my Game Boy with my Pokemon in it. So in sixth grade, uh, one of my electives, I was a teacher's assistant. This kid had that teacher. So I basically went, allegedly, went into the computer and wrecked all of his grades <gasps> yes. and oh found his locker combination because the teacher keeps a record of all that, broke into his, allegedly, broke into his <laughs> locker, stole all of his Pokemon cards, which he had a ton of, and took all of his textbooks and threw them away. I think he assumed it was me. We did end up getting to, into a fight later on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got into a lot of fights in school. Yeah, yeah, To hear more of the podcast, visit us at aaapodcast.com or iTunes.
right, we are back, and we're going to jump into our community. Again, you can find our community at otakuspirit.com. You can go to the top where it says form, click on there, register, and type away. You have to actually click, like, threads and reply and stuff before you can type, but you get the picture. Uh, first one we have is from Homebound11. Says, do you think all, uh, do you think you all will ever do a best anime staff episode where you go through the various big names uh, in anime like Yoko Kano, uh, Mari Okada, and Jinrobuchi, or Jinrobuchi, uh, Akiyuki, uh, my name speaks for it all, Shinbo, and others, uh, and discuss who all, who you all believe has done the best in their field. Uh, I think it would be an awesome thing to hear you all discuss. That is one of those ones where, I really want to do, because uh, there's a lot of names outside of the, including the list that you have there, uh, that I want to go through and just dive into them. We've we wanted to do Jibby for a long time, diving into uh, Kyoto Animations, diving into the directors and the, all of them, uh, but it's one of those things where every time I think about it, I just want to do more research into them and more research into them, um, that it becomes quite a big huge thing to try to make this perfect thing. So I think I just need to make myself stop being, try to make a perfect thing. Like you, you made an outline for Kyoto animations. I'm like, but we need to do this and this and this and this and this and this for it. And he's like, no, we're just going to talk about the show. And I'm like, but no, we got to do so much more. Um, but yeah, it's definitely something we want to do. It's just something that's, we'll get to eventually. Yeah, really. Yeah. 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 Really, that's all you got. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, I, what, what do you want? I mean, I, Ginnarabuchi would be an interesting one to do because he's got a lot of original content. Um, Yoko Kano is makes great music. I mean, I, that would be along the same same thing as as Swano. I mean, they 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 do really great stuff. I mean, I it so I mean what you were saying is when you when you go into actually doing a a a, a, a a breakdown of that person and what they do, you start seeing all these really interesting things about them that like Kyoto, Kyoto is absolutely a fascinating studio to look into. Um, they're really, really, they've got a really, a really, they've done a lot of interesting turns in their, in their, in their path, uh, becoming a big studio. And, and I, I have a lot more interest in them as a studio. So, I mean, and I could I I could bet that each one of these people, just just the ones on on Homebound's list, I mean, I could easily go into each one of them and probably see some very interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's probably. I don't I don't want to make any promises, but I would say that probably the next shot we're going to have doing stuff like that is probably going to be uh, once we get this current season wrapping up and we get our reviews done, then we'll have time to jump into more. Uh, kind of miscellaneous what, what what essentially we have is a, a rotation of in beginning season and then miscellaneous and then in beginning season and then miscellaneous so we have to throw it in one of those those gaps between otherwise it's just going to be within a bunch of other stuff that we're doing that just takes a lot of our time so look forward to it i don't want to make any promises right now though uh, moving forward we have shikaga guy says if you guys could only bring one and can only own one anime figure in your lifetime, uh, which ca- it's too late. <laughs> uh, which character would it be, uh, be a figure of? Uh, also, I remember Andrew mentioned Stella Glow. Uh, I guess that's the next question. The the, the one figure. <sighs> Ultimate Madoka. Yeah, you can go with that one. 
or Devil Homura. Both of them are freaking gorgeous. <laughs> I, I that's way too difficult to answer. <laughs> that's way too difficult to answer. <laughs> I mean, I would throw it between like uh, the the saber. Uh, Crusar, whatever, however you pronounce that, uh, Saber and Saber Crusar, or my uh, Miku, Deep Sea Miku, because Deep, Deep Sea Miku is just gorgeous, and I can't say enough about that one. And then you have Sakura Saber. I mean, there, there's, I, I can't choose. That's, that's impossible. I, yeah. mm, I guess Deep Sea Miku. I guess I'll go with that one. Yeah, uh, if you have to force me, I'll do that one. That's fine. Uh, let's see here, because I always complain about Chris not answering these questions, and I can't, I can't not answer it. <laughs> it's just because it's too difficult. Well, I mean, I, I was, I was juggling around a couple of them, and and then I was like, oh crap, I forgot about uh, Ultimate Madoka, the one that I would like. <laughs> he's, he's like, yes, that's the one I want, and he'll finally get it, and it'll be the only figure he can ever have, and the bow will break. Because that's had <laughs> bow breaking. Problems. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The bow is. <laughs> Supposedly, it's weakness. Yes, yes. Uh, which, I mean, the, the way it looks, it's definitely lends itself to breaking. But that's fine. Uh, moving forward, we also had from her saying, also, I remember Andrew mentioning Stella Glow. Have you played it yet? And if you uh, and if you have, who is your favorite witch? Uh, Sakuya or, and more. I have not played it yet, so sorry. Uh, it was one of those ones where I really wanted to play it because I, I have a, uh, a friend who does a lot of reviews. He reviewed Stella Glow. He really, really liked it. Um, I've heard nothing but great things about it. It's a tactical RPG, and I love tactical RPGs, uh, so I definitely wanted to check it out. And then Xenoblade Chronicles X happened, so <laughs> I knew it was coming, and I'm like, I should not even touch Globe because I know Xenoblade Chronicles X is going to take me over. So, and it did. So, yeah, sorry. Uh, our next one we have. This is actually we're we're going to go back. We're going to go back in time. In the Wayback Machine? Way, yes, Wayback Machine. <laughs> uh, essentially, in our last discussion, we goofed up. Because we, we do this a lot, so it's nothing new. But I just wanted to finally decide to uh, backtrack and correct it. But we did two questions in our last discussion where we basically didn't answer the questions in the proper way or at all. So I figured we would bring them back up here. Almighty Hickey. Uh, I think you're fibbing. We, we never do this. Almighty Hickey said, you guys can fool around uh, with this one. That, that's the key point there I want to point out. He said, you can fool around with this one. Yeah, so and we did not fool around with it. It's Hickey's fault. <laughs> <laughs> we actually took it very seriously. It was the I, the concept of uh, uh, show-saving anime. But anyways, he actually says, from time to time, usually as a joke, the phrase, this show will, be, will save anime, is used. Just to clarify, from what anime needs to be saved from? What characters, uh, characteristics, and anime savior would have to fulfill this destiny? Um, so yeah, obviously Fujita. Fujita. <laughs> It'd be like it's a Moe Parkinson. Exactly. It has it has to be saved from Vegeta because he does not like all this Moe. Kakarot, <laughs> knock it off. <laughs> um, I, I yeah, I guess we can go with I, what that needs to be saved from is definitely the problem. The problem is. It is it is attacked by Fajoshis. Yep. Anime is constantly under attack by Fajoshis. Um, it is under attack by the 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 element of instilling every show with, with, with some kind of Fajoshi character in order to force us to accept the Fajoshi. And we need more lollies. 
And every single it. time I watch Uchiwaramono, I'm reminded of this because that there should be no reason why there's a Fujoshi in this world. <laughs> and yet she's in every single episode being a Fujoshi. And I don't understand it. But but we need more lollies to save anime. You're going to send the lollies in the combat? No. You They're just said to, that. All I said was that lollies were going to save anime. Oh, they don't have to actually combat. They're just going no. to... They, 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 just use, they just use lolly pouty eyes and pouty everybody eyes, yes. just hand, hands over the... The tears of a lolly can, yeah. can restore mm-hmm. lives. Exactly. We don't, you don't need no Tatsuya. We have the, lo- the tears exactly. of the lolly. Exactly. You're going to make them cry? No. You are. Because you're evil. I'm not going to make them cry. You're on Vegeta's side. You're the one that's... <laughs> Why am I not Vegeta? You said Vegeta. <laughs> None of this sounds... <laughs> makes any sense at all. <laughs> So I'm guessing we're not going to answer the question again, because all that doesn't make any sense. Uh, anyways, uh, I think we actually answered the last part. We said, uh, jokes aside, do you guys want to expect a lake on? Yeah, we did that one. Uh, anyways, the next one we had that we did not answer was from Giant Robot Hug. Said, what do you think it is about anime that makes it a subject of obsession? And I think the route that we took that was, was not being obsessed and showing restraint, where <laughs> I think the question technically is about... What is it about anime that makes people obsessed about it? Right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess I, I guess that's how you read it. And I, when I reread it, I'm like, I don't think we answered that question. So let's just answer it again in a different way, and then we'll be happy. I think anime is the subject of obsession in regards to how people become obsessed with it, because it tells stories of characters that you fall in love with. It's characters that you get connected to we, we talked a lot about and, and to even go in the naughtier terms we talked about a lot with the the fan service episode of you're getting you're getting to know their more private and intimate sides and you're becoming attached to them and it's not really a thing about it somebody that's uh a loser or something that needs to have this kind of connection but it is it is an element of is is growing closer to to a character that you might not actually normally get involved with with uh, with you know normal people so it's just an element of you you watch this show you see the struggles they go through the story that is told and technically their stories told by actual people and you're that's just like we were talking earlier about grave of the fireflies why is why is grave of the fireflies a, a a subject of something that people get drawn to and attached to and buy the show and go watch the movie and tell people about it is because and never watch it a second t- time. <laughs> you're, you're hearing the story about yeah, you're hearing the story about you know this story this person told about his life. So it's like you're getting that attachment to this these characters because they're they're like family, they're like f- friends that you're 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 with through thick and thin kind of. Stuff. I, I I think that you're 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 hitting a, a very good point. I one 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 thing that I I could definitely point out is is the fact that. In a lot of cases, the the show that is more when people start getting passionate about a show, it's usually in regards to a character of some sort. Um, if if I was to start getting on about, let, let's say that I didn't for some reason I didn't like uh, 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 Fate Stay, and I start start going in on certain characters and. Uh, Let's say that I just said Saber was absolute utter garbage and there was no reason for her. She was absolutely useless. Andrew would probably step up and start start uh, rebuting me about different different things. And he would point out different things that that went along the lines of her character development. 
And that is the the point in which you can you can start seeing what really is the thing. A lot of the uh, the people who are considered the type type moon fans, they usually are more attached to a uni- the universe itself, not so much the characters. Um, so, I mean, there's there's different aspects to each one. The the more the more passionate that person is about it, the more they are. In, they're they're embedded in that intricacy. Uh, I think that it's 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 really just more an interesting aspect of what what that trigger is. I mean, I I I enjoy different shows usually for their characters, and that is what where my passionate passion lies. I mean, no game, no life. I love the characters in that show. I love the world that is built around those characters, but those characters are what make that world shine. I have to make a point that I know where you sleep at night. <laughs> Talking bad about my waifu. What the hell's wrong with you? Get yeah, on I, I, I don't think that I, I at any point talked bad about your waifu. You just called her utter garbage. No, I said, what if I was to say that? Oh, well, what if I were to say that Shiro is dog garbage? I would kill you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you didn't say that. So I, I just have said to it. It came you. out of my mouth. <laughs> you said, what if I said that? <laughs> um, but yeah, it is, it is always an element of when I, uh, it, we make the joke about the waifu thing, but it is one of those things where you watch a show and you just get, you get attached to that character. You like that character. You like their, you like their spunk. They're voiced by somebody. You, you, you so you get that attachment to a person by, uh, that is created by multiple people, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you can go and meet somebody and there's that one person, but you're, when you're watching a show, they're an embodiment of multiple hands of effort. You have the people that animate them to look cute and jump around and be happy. You have the the director that that is telling them that they want them to, to move like that. You have the the voice the voice actresses or voice actor that is putting the voice into it, the spirit of the voice into that. Like everything is thrown that one. The writer is is giving them that that personality and that and that uh, that backstory that you 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 go through with that character. So it's no it's, it's no joke that just like when you're reading a book, just like when you're watching a show, just what, all these different mediums that you you get characters from, uh, they are they are really quick stories that you're living somebody's life really quickly. We only that's one of the things that I enjoy so much about anime, and you know that's what most people like about books or television shows or movies is that you're you only live one life, but in these mediums you're absorbing multiple lives. You're 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 seeing. These people, like wolf children, we we watched Ami and Yuki go from birth all the way until until uh, they were graduating. I mean, we 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 lived through their life watching them, and there's something special about that. And that that again creates that obsession that you want to you want to consume more of these stories. You want to get attached to these characters. You want to bring them out of the show into figures and and wall uh, scrolls, so you never forget them. It's it's really cool, and that's that's definitely something that uh, lends itself to that that element easily. And then you have people that are just creepy. And they'll buy everything mm-hmm. because they're creepy. Well, we're not. I'm not creepy. Definitely not creepy. We're not that bad. I'm not that bad. Not that bad, no. You're about uh, 15 times worse than me. <laughs> are you counting my savers? <laughs> uh, anyways, let's move forward. I, I wasn't even talking about saber at all. But yeah, that that I think that just goes into like 
20 or 30 times worse than me. I was just going on overall content, but, you know. Overall content was way worse than that. I'm totally moving forward before this gets worse. Uh, Semibolt says, question one. What anime would you guys say has your favorite character designs? That is really a tough question when you stop and think about it. That's why I was looking at picture. <laughs> you were jumping more. Um, easily my favorite character designer ever yeah, is I know who you were Renji Murata. Yeah, I knew that was coming. I love Renji Murata's character designs. I don't necessarily like the stories his character designs go into. Um, so it usually doesn't. That usually means that none of the shows with his character designs in them ends up in my top list. Um, but if you want, if for just shows that I like and I love the character designs, it's always stuff out of Kyoto Animations. I love, like, uh, love Chinibio, all those kind of uh, K-On. Every time I see their character designs, they just, I love them and I want to pinch their, those characters' cheeks and hug them because they're so cute. I can't argue with you. I think that that's a, a really good, uh, safe bet. I mean... Nine times out of ten, I mean, you could you could say a, I mean, Kyokan no Kanata, I mean, <laughs> gorgeous. I love the character designs in that show. Um, but I was I was thinking about because I was I was running through like your wall over here, uh, no the game no life references. <laughs> yeah, the no game no life automatically came up. Lull in the sea. Yeah. I loved the characters in that one. Um, but yeah, PA works. Yeah, they, has they do. Stuff they do. Well. They they're, do. They're, they're, they're the eyes, and Chris loves yeah. his eyes. I love my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me of uh, my uh, uh, "Is the Order of Rabbit." Those eyes. Um, <laughs> sounded really creepy. Those eyes. Those eyes. Oh, those eyes. <laughs> it makes me want to go watch Clown Out with those huge eyes. Uh, no, I don't actually like. I, that's funny because I don't actually like. I didn't, care. I, didn't, I didn't I don't think really anybody does, but it's one of those things where. I know why it's there. Those eyes kill you when the emotion comes, and you actually get used to it. But those, I think they purposely did that just to have so much emphasis on eyes, which are filled with so much emotion. And I thought about Wolf Children for a little bit, but I, I actually, at first, I was a little bit turned off of Wolf Children. That's like it's very soft. Um, like Madoka. Madoka. I, I was very turned off of the artwork Still don't of that. Like Madoka. <laughs> But you know, I I did grow to like it. But I don't think that it's it's an art style that I truly liked. I mean, if you want to get technical, my art style tends to be more shoujo esque. Um, like K, K would be an art style that I like. I like that kind of art style, very detailed, very, um, very detail orientated. Uh, well, of course, it always it always goes into what you're watching. If you're watching a fun comedy. With a little bit of drama, I want something like, like I mentioned before, with something like, out of Kyoto Animation with, like, uh, Tamako Market or or Love Chinobio, yes. something that has that kind of art side. I love <laughs> Tamako Market looks great, too. Oh, I want to watch that it's so bad. Um, and then when I want something more serious, yeah, I can go with something like a Foodable or uh, K with, with their kind of art styles uh, is is a lot more serious and lends itself to action. So yeah, I, don't, like, I don't want to see, you know... Love Chinubio characters or Kion characters that are in a serious combat fight that would look really weird and not not really fit. And, it, and it's funny because, like, uh, strangely enough, Soul Eater. When when I first watched Soul Eater, I could not stand the artwork style in that show. Now I love it. 
I think it's an excellent art style. It it lends itself to its scenes very well. So I mean, it's it, it is it is it a matter of an acquired taste? Should I should I take that into consideration? I mean, because easily Madoka would win hands down, because after I I learned to appreciate it, I love it. Now character designs, we're talking about specifically character designs. Yes. Yeah. Because like Soul Eater, Soul Eater is an excellent example. When I first watched it, I hate I hated that art. But now I watch it, I we, love the art. We've been wanting so for a long it, time to do a full-on art episode. Mm-hmm. I think we're pretty much doing it right now. Because like, we wanted to talk about like uh, Katana Katari. That's like a gorgeous show. Oh, it looks great. And yeah, I wasn't really too sure about it at first. But then after being with the character so long, I see that it was the character designs was a part of that world. And that world was a very artistic world. And, and that's, that's what I'm asking. I mean, if... If I was if I was going off of the idea of what do I enjoy about character art, I would probably lean towards something shoujo esque. That that is a style. It's not necessarily those any particular. I mean, if you want to get really technical, I thought character art wise, not the show itself, but Amnesia. I thought that the character art was in Amnesia was perfect. Now, the show itself, utter garbage. I can't stand it. But now, on the other, on the flip side of it, acquired artwork and what I en- ended up liking at the end, and I truly loved it, at, was because of the show, probably, maybe. Um, that's Madoka, um, Soul Eater. Uh, shows that, shows that when I first look at them, I don't really care for their artwork, but after everything is said and done, I understand why that artwork is the way it is, and I appreciate it for what it's doing. I would mention that uh, I watched a little bit of Hatsukoi Limited here recently because I wouldn't want to watch it. Um, and every single one of those characters in that show are just gorgeous. <laughs> and that just, just that just popped in my head. I also really is that liked... the one that I walked in while you were watching? Yeah, it almost had like a Ori Margatari story at, at first. Where yeah, it it almost, it, that almost little... looked kind of. But all the female characters are just. Oh my gosh, they're gorgeous! Yeah, it looked almost almost shoujo esque in a in a way. It's, it's I think it's supposed to be more for a female audience. So yeah, I mean, shoujo it has, it has those elements of of girl talk. Uh, but I also want to mention uh, we really liked, or I really liked uh, Maria the Virgin Witch. Her character design was really really awesome, mm-hmm. and she was that was mainly one of the reasons why I ended up watching that show. Um, and even when we were talking like, about that, what what did I? What was the other show that I had mentioned? When we we recently talked about uh, oh Maria, I I liked I liked the characters in um, Yatterman Knights. We were talking about for a while. Yatterman Knights looks great, um, but uh, Testament Su- Sister Devil. I went to watch that show specifically because of the character art. I loved the character art. Mm-hmm. And he reads the articles in Playboy's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's going to be a running joke for that stupid show. Uh, let's see here. Question two from Semi Vault. Wow, we're only on question two. <laughs> uh, would you have? Would you rather have a constantly fluid animation? This is probably something we should talk about earlier. Uh, constantly fluid animation, animated anime of amazing art but low budget animation. Would you rather have constantly it's a very fluid very hard anime question or answer. amazingly art but low budget? That is a tough question. I, I think in a lot of cases, artistic direction covers up a lack of a budget. Because, I mean, just talked about Yarn Men Knights, where they had, it didn't seem like they had a huge budget for these really high action uh, scenes. And yeah, it did really, did really show towards the end 
um, but they they did a really fluid motion, just like with the what was that show a couple seasons ago with the Yuri girl that went to the school. Uh, but th- they had the same issue there where high school suite or something like I don't remember what it's called. Where it didn't seem like they had a huge budget, but they the characters look like they flow. And yeah, you can pause it and it looks really clunky and like a blob moving. But in action, you can barely... Oh, it, it Mikagura? It shows, yeah, it shows uh, movement and flow and, and speed from that kind of, yeah, slimy look that the character has to them. I... But I, th- I think it's, it's really a case of if... If the show has a lot of action and a lot of conflict that's happening that requires action, it, it I mean, it needs to have that fluidity in it, whereas a low budget with amazing art in something like that, you end up seeing that issue really crop up as nothing really moves. Um, so if it's something without action, high high action, stuff like that. I want that artistic value put into it. I'm going to I'm going to have to go with art. Um I'll re- I'll take art any day of the week over um mostly I I mean my first my first inclination is like Yurikuma. I at at a certain point there was a lot of points where I was just watching it just because of how gorgeous it was. Um so I mean and that's more art over budget and now it granted seemed like i had a low budget because i kept repeating yeah things. now granted that i mean we're talking a big guy so i mean he naturally had a higher budget so maybe it just looked had i mean yeah there was repeating stuff but at the same time i think that a lot of it was covered up very well so I mean, yeah he saved he saved a lot of money it didn't really seem like it because he was pushing points right um but I'll, I'll definitely go on the same page with you that i would rather have something with a lot of art uh, really loved uh, uh, Gotcha in Crowds because of how artistic that show looked, and it didn't seem like they had a high budget. Most all their action was CG. Um, and, and but now they did I, really well with what they had, though. Now on the, f- it, it, and I hate to say this because I know I'm gonna probably rile somebody up, but on the flip side of the coin, you can definitely go into the same direction with One Punch Man, where has very very high production value but not necessarily great art that's very important as well i mean there's there's no discounting just because we're saying okay art that's just a a preference it animation is not something to wink at at any in any rate i mean you you have to have a very high uh animation to balance out that art if you don't have both i mean it's not it's not going to look good, and this is a visual medium. You want it to look good. I'll save us both by actually acknowledging the fact that we understand that art is very subjective. Um, me saying that uh, Gutchman Crowds is very artistic, Katana Katari is very artistic, uh, doesn't necessarily mean that One Punch Man isn't artistic in its own way. It could just be an artistic in the the serious, uh, gritty look to it. So, yeah, I'm I understand. Not, I'm not, like, I'm when, not, I, I'm when not, I see, when I see, uh, I'm not discounting One Punch Man's art. I'm. I'm just saying that the 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 animation is very amazing on that show. Um, so I mean, it looks great just based on its animation alone. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. You're covering cover yourself. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Question three. We'll get to this eventually. If you and these are awesome questions. Thank you, Sammy Bolt. Uh, if you could uh, remake an, an any anime and have it look as good as a Ghibli movie, uh, what one would you pick? 
I, I guess go f- go for Yataman Knights. Because <laughs> I didn't particularly like how that started looking for quite a bit of the show. So to have well, I was Ghibli, gonna, I was gonna dig a little bit more and go with either Tenchi or Lotos. Yeah, yeah, I would. I, would I think that Dark they, I think that they deserve a research. Uh, I mean, Ushio and Tora. I mean that that's turning out wonderfully. I, I would love that kind of uh, 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 homage to Tenchi Universe. I would love it. I, I mean, I can't really think of any other, uh, other ones because I, in most cases, it seemed like they did well enough what they had, but. I guess the idea is to give it a, a, a Ghibli polish is to just go where yeah, having a having a, a Hayao Miyazaki looking over the shoulders and saying that's not perfect. Go back kind of thing <laughs> uh, is quite intimidating, but I can't really. I mean, I'd be happy with with PA works getting Tenchi. I'd be happy with that. Um, I would love to Kyoto to get get a hold of Lotus and Ooh. just go nuts on it. Air TV. I, like I think I like that Air TV was fine the way it was. I don't no, think but to have a Ghibli to... touch. I mean, when you get attached to the characters in a Ghibli film, they have so much emotion. To have, it would be like ten times. No, worse. that would just be murder. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like Grave of the Fireflies all over again. Oh gosh. Oh. Could you imagine Clannad being done? Clannad after story being done by by Miyazaki. Oh gosh. I mean, I think that people would turn rogue and start killing people on the streets after that. <laughs> the world is terrible. The world is terrible. Everything is dying. People, I hate would, everybody. We, 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 Amazon would have to be turning people into to the government just to have government go and take away razors from people after they bark. buy it and you get put on a list. <laughs> oh. A preemptive watch list. Something could happen here. Something <laughs> could happen here. Uh, yeah, but I, I guess the, the the really the big thing is is what does a, what does Ghibli do very well, and it's usually like the the more uh, spiritual, more out of this world kind of stuff, fairy tale kind of stuff. Um, so even though I want some shows redone, it would have to be something that fits in that realm. And it's just there's not there's not many people that do. Well, Stories see, like I, I think it is. I, I think it is to do, I, and that's why I said Kyoto or 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 PA works. I mean, I don't think he's specifically saying Ghibli uh, do it. I'm just saying that he he's just saying that Ghibli level, yeah. yeah. And which I I think that Kyoto and 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 PA works would be just fine with those those animes. Yeah, I mean, we have we have a thread on the forums where we talk about stuff being remade and. And it's usually a case of like, yeah, if I wanted something like do da 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 being done by yeah. Defootable would be amazing. Yeah, we naturally are always going to say, I want to see this done by Ghibli. I mean, that 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 marks it as this is the top of my watch list. I want to see it done with the top company of all time doing it. You know, it's it's naturally. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on the same page with them. Like. Uh... A one pictures is great. Foodable having a foodable have a huge budget like they did with uh, Fate Stay would be incredible to have any show thrown in that direction. So, um, so forward we have question four. It's the last question he's got. 
would you guys ever make a top 10 anime list by some genres? That's something we've actually been working on for a and that, while. That's kind, of, that's kind of basically the idea behind the, um, the, the anime uh, 101 or 201 or whatever. Don't get specific. You don't have to get specific with it. Yeah, the, the idea behind them <laughs> is that they're genre breakdowns, and that's where we go into explaining which shows should be watched in that genre. <laughs> that's kind of what the idea behind them is. So if you're interested in Magical Girl shows, that's what is in the Magical Girl. So yeah, expect more. All Might Hickey comes in for another question and says, now it seems like people have an, uh, have an urge to Moe anthropomorphism uh, adopt by brand brands, games, cities, sites, etc. Uh, from the ones that are currently exist, which one is more interesting to you? I guess to the urge to moify and transform brands and stuff into anthropomorphic stuff. I guess is the question. So like Windows Chan and I like XP Windows Chan and. I love Windows Channel. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think really the only one that really stands out to me is Windows Channel. So <laughs> I guess that's about the best, the best answer I have for that one. Um, I can't really think of any other really big brands that really kind of point out to me. Uh, let's see here. In a hypothetical scenario, and it's, it's just really a sad case if I don't think I've really looked into many of them. So <laughs> that's my problem. I mean, I don't. I, I've I think never. I know that a lot in certain sites do a lot of that kind of stuff, like, uh, you know, Reddit and stuff like that, but I just don't read those enough to really. I, I don't. I've never had a problem with them. I know that some people do. I mean, oh my gosh, gosh there they go. Cute. Yeah, Hime Chan's. I, I, I adore Hime Chan. The, the thing is, is people have a habit of going, Oh, I'm so sick and tired of them trying to moify everything. I mean, hey, why? I mean, all it does is makes it cute and fun and enjoyable. I, I, I don't see a huge problem with it. I, so please, by all means, moify my, my keys. I, I like my keys being moified. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, is there a key channel? There, there, there. No, there's, there's the somebody was mad about the fact that they, they did the chair, uh, the Moe girls on chairs or something like that, and it's like, I don't, I don't see a problem with it. I, I really don't. I so if they want to moify something, go for it. If if they want to moify my keys, go for it. I don't really care. I like the moified sharks that. Go senpai stop and the guy's petting the shark. No, I don't. Flesh. I don't care for that. I don't <laughs> care for that. But if you want to make a shark look like a moe girl, I'm fine with it. And Adam Sandler in the visual novel where he's saying he's blushing no, and saying I'm not. I'm not, I'm not into okay. that. <laughs> you can you can moify keys, but you can't moe if I. If they Sandler. turn my keys into moe girls, I'm fine with it. If, if they, they turn put, the Adam if Sandler they put, if they girl. put if they put blush. If they put blush marks on my keys, I'm not going to be okay with it. Every time you go to open your door, you go, Senpai noticed me! <laughs> <laughs> because I got to open the door. You're so soon dead, eh? 
Wow. Um, I think we're not answering the questions again, but that's fine. This <laughs> is habit with all my. I'm sure that I'm sure he'll 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 point it out whether or not. We need In a hypothetical scenario, you two are asked to come up with three new and original Moe anthropomorphism. See, you're asking. I just did like it. That, and now we're doing that. Now. <laughs> with an example of a character to go along with it uh, to an upcoming game series. Apparently, I want I want keys, Moe keys. <laughs> Make it at least convincing, since you'll ha- you'll be selling this stuff. Um, I-, I guess I can go with my recent Xenoblade Chronicles. We'll modify uh, my mecha that wrecks things with a gigantic sword. I'm not. I'm not. They into do a lot of. I'm Moe not into. Mechas. I'm not into. I'm not into Moe mechas. You don't like the Moe mechas? No. Unless they the look that has the the mecha legs and the mecha arms and the the things coming out the back. Does she look like a Moe girl? Yes. Okay, then I'm on board. And then she usually has like a one piece on, and I'm on board. Yeah, okay. It's, as long as it now, if like a if she girl, looks like a if she looks like a mecca now, with yeah, if it's, with my, blush, if it's my if it's my iron blooded <laughs> uh, orphan's header that has a blush mark on on uh, what's the, the mecca called? Yeah, that's that's yeah. I, I I'm not into that. <laughs> I've never been into it. I don't know why people do it, but hey, it's a meme. We'll, we'll go with it. I don't know. Giant Robot Hug says, if you were given the task... Wait, we gotta make a convincing selling stuff. What do you mean? You gotta sell something convincingly. That's what I mean. You could go buy Xenoblade Chronicles, because my Moe mecha thing slices things in half with a gigantic sword. Oh. So she's cute, she's Moe, she's got mecha arms and mecha legs, she can travel really fast because she transforms into a... A Moe car. A Moe car. <laughs> a Moe, Moe, Moe market, uh, motorcycle. And then she says Moe Moe Coon, and then she takes our big old sword and slices it. <laughs> I'm obsessed with my new sword because it kills boxes in two shots. I'm so- uh, I don't know. I don't have anything to sell. What do Mo- I have Moe Fai Suwano Hiroyuki. <laughs> That's really more your thing, though. You don't like? I like him. Ouch! I like him, but not as much as you. I, I don't see what's wrong with that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll make a sign Chan, or no, puppy and kitty Chan. So you're gonna have to make a sign of sign Chan to put up to. to, (laughs) to, That's broken worlds. I know. I, I I've actually thought about it. I'd I'd really love to do a. Um, Deuces Mox gonna just like committed suicide when he said that. <laughs> I think. I know. No, I would really. I've thought about it qu- quite a few times. I would love a manga of, um, kind of like the life of a um, dog who goes into the pound. And I I wanted it to be like a uh, Inu Chun going in. She gets caught. You know, because she got thrown off of the side of the road, and she's underneath a bridge, and then she gets taken to to a to a home, and and she's all happy because she's got a new master. I I I absolutely love the idea of that. I would love to see a manga done like that. Probably is one out there, and it's probably inappropriate. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's see. Uh, Giant Robot Hug says, if you were given the task of selecting an anime and figure that would be placed in space-bound craft, 
containing a collection of things from around the world with the intention of portraying the diversity of life and culture on Earth, what would you select? Definitely not the Invaguelia Spear. <laughs> Took a while to get that one. Um, that's a deep question that I probably should have prepared beforehand. Like, I'm being really serious about it. No, I've, I'm, I've, I keep wanting to make little jokes, but I can't. I want to say something to have to do with Miku. I'm like, I'm like, something figure, a figure of Miku, because I think Miku is one of those things that transcends uh, cultures. I, I mean, I love, I love looking really into the Vocaloid thing and how the Vocaloid software has blown up as much as it has, and Miku was the is the face of that of that whole concept. And as much as like some people had, like you know coworkers had joked about like uh, David Letterman having Miku on that on that episode, it was like a they had them come in there and have her sing an English song so that people understood tried to understand what she was saying, um, and it it really kind of broke across barriers. They would never have a full on Japanese singer that didn't know uh, English go onto that stage and sing. Miku did though. I mean, it, Lady Gaga supporting Miku and all the, all these different kind of cross things with Miku. It's it's something that's just blown up and is is so cold watch and is is like I said, it's 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 crossing boundaries. Uh, I was I was thinking more along the lines because I was originally thinking Wolf Children, but I think that would give a misunderstanding of what culture is. So I'm thinking probably. Barakamon, because that would be slice of life ish type. You talking about just the the show? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Because it it would just it would be more simple life type understanding, or maybe like Silver Spoon. That would be more slice of life and just give you an idea of what just life is like. Yeah, yeah. Granted, it would be more their culture instead of our culture. But hey, who cares? <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to think of any anime shows that kind of introduce multiple cultures in a way that's not. Oh, there's the fairy girl that shows up out of nowhere because she has blonde hair and she's beautiful, and everybody, you know, they yeah. never really cross uh, the boundaries too too heavily. I mean, so. What would you give them, Beck? I mean, yeah, so that's that's, that's, that's about definitely. as cross culture as you get. I mean. Without getting crazy into, you know, like gunslinger girls. Okay, now you're crossing cultures, but then you got something that's misunderstanding as far as how the world is. That's another, just another country. It's not really, it's not Japan, but it's another country, and that's that's where it kind of stays. Right. Um. But no, I think I think the answer we all want to give is to to put Boku no Piku on, on there. That way, that. When the That's another arrive. misunderstanding that I do not want. <laughs> <laughs> when the aliens arrive, I definitely don't want that misunderstanding. They will either immediately shoot and kill us, or they will. <laughs> there'll be three things. One, they'll either jump to wanting to see us and talk to us, or they'll shoot and destroy us, or they'll just run away. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> that's uh, yeah. Ast deprive has a couple of really quick questions, and it seems like they're like trivia questions. Uh, the first one is, what product was first to appear on UK television commercial in 1955? Why the hell would I know that? <laughs> Obviously, it's gum. Obviously, it's toothpaste, Chris. 
I think you're crazy. I, I think it's gum. I, 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 I just seen the answer. I, I have no clue. I have no idea what the answer is. I don't is, know why so. they would sell toothpaste in their first commercial. Okay. And so. I don't know where you actually, where do you go to find this? Uh, is this just one of those trivia things where you go super weird trivia and it has it, I'm guessing. Because the next one, I actually do have the next, the next one. It says, what do you call a memory card on a PSP? And that's Memory Stick Duo. That's easy. I had PSP for a long time, so. What do they call the one that's in the Vita? Too expensive. Ah, Dreadrot. Looks like a new user that we have on the forums. Welcome. Please post more. We love having you here. Uh, Says, in some of the recent podcasts you guys mentioned the Clannad Vigil novel uh, with being a fan of of them, I wanted to know what are some of the other Vigil novels you two have played and what are some of your favorites routes in them? This is a sad question because I really have not. You have to answer badly. (laughs) Um, Just strictly visual novel, where there's no other elements to it, but just telling the story and having maybe some multiple routes. Uh, I've only really dived into uh, Frugasaya, and I have yet to get to the final routes in them. Um, Other than that, it's really been a lot of cross visual novels for me. Uh, A lot of games that have visual novel elements, and then some side, you know, RPG elements added with them, like. conception and and uh it's the only one i can come to mind so many of them uh personas or a lot of them are are essentially persona games are essentially visual novels with grpgs tacked into them so uh but just strictly visual novels i've only really jumped into uh well i've also done uh planetarium which is i've gotten pretty far into but i have not completed and that's a really good story too so planetarium and grisaya both of which I think are really good, just haven't got around to beat them, because they take a lot of time. I've done a couple, but they're usually uh, not necessarily American, or not necessarily Japanese, so... And then the other one is kind of hentai-ish, so... Hentai! Yep. Uh, Dreadrot also says, some of mine being uh, Aika... Lily and Ridu from uh, novels Yume, Miru, Kusuri, uh, Katawa, Shoujo, and Harukoi Otome, respectively. I thought that uh, Katawa, Shoujo wasn't Japanese as well. I think that was American, wasn't it? I don't know. I know it's a free one that you can go download, so if people don't know, you can go download that one legally free. It's it's available. So There's a lot of them on on Steam that are, are popping up too, so... There's, there's plenty of them out there. Uh, it says, also, maybe uh, doing an episode about visual novels sometime in the future. I know that for sure, once the Kalanad one comes out, uh, and I actually get it, <laughs> please, um, I'm pretty sure that we'll be doing something. It's very difficult for us to do a, a, a podcast on it because they're so long. Getting us both on the same page at the same time to do a podcast about it's a little difficult. I mean, we've, uh, but I do we're know that- trying to do the the... Grisaya one, it's not working out too well. Mostly probably <laughs> because page. of me. <laughs> um, but the, the Clannad one is a special one for me personally because I, I wanted to do a a full-on cross-reference thing with because there's so much in the story of Clannad that is never really addressed in the show. The show kind of just says, this happens and then it concludes. But the, the visual novel is actually telling you why that happens and it's really fascinating. So even that alone, I really do want to do some kind of uh, podcast or something on that. So maybe, maybe we're we're making a lot of promises in this episode. 
This is not good. Now you see why we don't have time to do all these things. There's so many things we want to do. Uh, Neko says, hello, guys. Chris. Hey, Neko. What's going on, man? He gave you a an icon that waves hi just for you. Because I, I got on to him last time. Apparently. I'm sorry, Neko. I was not trying to make you feel uncomfortable. I, I, I But yeah, hey, what's up, man? He says, I have a collecting question for you. For me or just us? Us, because this question really has a little to do with you more right because he actually says my name in it uh in a recent podcast andrew answers a question about rewatching anime saying if i recall correctly that he's not a big he's not big on rewatching anime uh but andrew does seem to be very interested in blu-ray editions of anime he likes so here's my question why drop serious coin on blu-ray editions of anime if you are just not big on rewatching them i have an answer just curious not judging not very, ju- he's not very, judging. Very easy answer to that. Supporting the industry. There's multiple answers to it. That is definitely one of them. There's definitely a key thing on wanting to support the industry. Uh, streaming the su- streaming the shows isn't all of it. Supporting the companies that actually license the stuff to come over here is really important as well. Uh, another big thing is they're not on streaming sites forever. True. They're constantly dropping off these streaming sites. And when they do, the only way you can get them is illegally... And that's just not something I do anymore. So it's really an element of both uh, wanting to support the industry, wanting to secure my copy of stuff that I really enjoy. Um, And then outside of that, there's this whole element of technically a lot of the cases that it requires. And this is is the stupidest reason. If you wanted my big bullet list, this is the one that goes on the bottom. That is probably my stupidest reason for doing uh, for collecting Blu-rays. It's a way of forcing myself to watch a show that I know I want to watch and I, that I need to watch. Like, uh, I just bought uh, Golden Time. I knew that if I didn't buy it, I'm never going to watch the show. So I bought it so that I can watch it in Blu-ray. Um, so, yeah, it, there's a lot of cases where I'll see a show and I specifically know that it looks visually good. And I'll buy the Blu-ray just so that I can watch it, you know, in, in full HD glory rather than, you know, streaming from a site. Because even if you do select high HD and stuff on these websites... It's not technically coming in in full HD because otherwise your your bandwidth provider would probably murder you because you'd be <laughs> sucking down you know thirty gigs worth of stuff like like Netflix did like Netflix did us <laughs> Netflix does really good quality near Blu-ray kind of experience but it also kills your bandwidth. Uh, I had another I had another one in my head but uh, a lot of it's really just trying to to support the industry uh, getting copies of stuff that i really love secured um in hopes that i'll buy uh to watch it again i i want to watch a lot of these shows again there's also a case where i want to i buy the blu-ray in hopes that i can force chris to to watch it but i found out recently that that doesn't really work because <laughs> most of the shows that i buy that i want him to watch he doesn't watch and i said Tony as he watched um uh, but i still haven't gotten to watch expel from paradise or current eye or bacano or <laughs> Keep going because we actually have to sit down and do that. I know. I I, I cracked a joke, and here, here's Neko. You're 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 right in quote unquote not judging me, but you're judging me in that when this season of Right Stuff Holiday Sales started, I'm like, okay, I've already placed two orders. I wonder how many of the shows I actually watched that I bought last year that I was hoping to watch at some point and do reviews for, and I counted it, and I think I counted thirty shows that I didn't even watch. Mm-hmm. Like, I had literally 30 shows from last year that I never got around to watching through that that year. So, I'm just, I'm just dumb, I guess. 
And the other, the last one that I was trying to remember is just, it's my collective tendencies. I, I had that issue when I was into gaming. When I was into gaming, I wanted to buy these really cool games that I really enjoyed. And I had my shelf that I was filling full of the games. If somebody said, you could just download it digitally, why don't, why don't you just do that and put it on your hard drive? Well, I wanted the box. I wanted that box to put on my shelf. Just like when uh, Gravity Rush HD got announced for PS4, I was like, I want. I don't want a digital. I want a physical copy of that case. And they. And so now I'm buying that. <laughs> so I have a collective tendency, and that's only transferred from my past likes to anime now. So yeah, those those elements. But yeah, I am. I'm just. I'm just dumb. Really, is most of it. I like wasting money. Apparently. No, you're not. <laughs> I mean, we'll get through them all at some point. I. I, I, I don't know why you got that one though. There, there's multiple things here also. There's also the, one day I might just be broken and unable to move, and I'm going to have a ton of shows to watch. <laughs> uh, or two, um, no, it might, be a, it might be a Twilight Zone thing, though, where I finally get that moment where I have all the free time in the world, and then I go blind. Yeah. And I'll never be able to watch any of it, because a lot of it's just subtitled. <laughs> that was a really, really that messed up show. That was a messed show. up one. That was a messed up episode. <laughs> Uh, he has all the time in the world. Nobody will bug him anymore. And he broke his broke glasses. His glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and no. Neko is the only one who knows which <laughs> which one we're talking oh, about. Come on, go give our people credit enough. <laughs> but that just—it's one of those things that dates us. I mean, <laughs> that is definitely one of the things that was a rerun, though. So, Sd Deprive says, "So I've started making my own hot chocolate lately." Good and for I, you. You've I, leveled up. I, <laughs> I guess. Uh, and I always put on some whipped cream on it. Because uh, why not? Because that's another level up. Obviously. He said, recently I've noticed that we have some sprinkles in the house. So I've started putting that on my whipped cream. So obviously you have skilled your, lo- your, your, your hot chocolate making to level five. Combo, combo, combo. Mm-hmm. What is the point of sprinkles? Combo breaker. Obviously, they're sugar. I mean, that's why lollies love it. They have no flavor. So why am I making sure I have sprinkles on top? That's his question. They do have flavor. It's sugar. Yeah, they technically do. So (laughs) if you don't taste anything, then they're probably really old. (laughs) I'll check the expiration on it. I don't think sugar rots, and I don't think you can get sick from it, but (laughs) sugar does lose its flavor over time. I I do know that, because... That's part of my job, so I know. See, that. It, it, one of the things as the director of the Lolly Orphanage, I do understand the, the point of sprinkles. It is because they are sugar, and lollies live off of sugar. So and they're colorful. Yeah, and they're colorful. Oh my gosh, you missed they're the pretty. important part about that. that should have been pinpoint number one. When, no, sugar is most important. There's plenty of sugar in there. You have to point out the the reason it's unique, and it's because it's colorful. No, that is what makes them visually appealing. It draws to, them in. That is what's visually Don't appealing. Don't dance around it. Don't dance around it. I don't know, you know you're what wrong. you're talking about. You know you're wrong. You don't know what you're talking about, sir. Next one we have. It's from Jay Cook. Says, and this is for you, Chris, because I'm not even going to answer this because I, I, this is No, terrible. no, I refuse Andrew to. Andrew and Chris. <laughs> Chris, just Chris. No. If all lollies in existence were about to be destroyed except for the cutest lolly, and the only way to save them is to kill the, kill the cutest lolly in existence, would you do it? Or would you sacrifice all the other lollies to keep the cutest lolly all to yourself? The cutest lolly 
are all the lollies and not the cutest? Go, Chris. <laughs> I I don't understand how you're asking me this. It's just no. The the, the interesting thing that that brings up is when I seen this question. And this is actually a question that was a long time ago, but I never wanted to post it because it's one of those questions that Chris never answers, and it ends up being this awkward situation. Is it made me think about it? What is the cutest lolly? That's a hard question Obviously, to answer. I don't know. No, nah, I wouldn't put Naro. Naro's more more just kind of tomboyish. I'm I'm looking for like cutest. I can't. I can't. I can't think if of the what only would be... other one that I would probably say is He's looking around the walls. No, I was gonna say the um Oh yeah. Uh listening to my girls around your father. That that girl was way cute. But no, or, if you or ever maybe watched, from Clanad. Clanad. Oh, there is a particular character in Clanad that is, my gosh. And but, then Bunny. Yeah, I was almost. I was almost uh, she's kind of on the same range as uh, as Barakamon, but she's not always cute too. If you ever watched Kurenai, the girl on that show is is absolutely adorable too. So. So you're 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 putting me in 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 I mean I'm obviously picking one of my favorite and that's just like uh Black Bullet Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean they they have their own charm that makes them adorable. I I I I I don't know how I would even answer it. I mean cuz Tina Sprout is adorable. I don't know. I don't know. It, it might end up being Clonad. I mean, that's the only one that I can really kind of peg to the. That's the one character that I just was just it tore me up. But I mean, there's. It's, that's. I wanted to push away that question just to ask what would be that character that would be the cutest, and it's just I can't. I could automatically. I could automatically tell you my my first inclination is Naru. I loved her. I adored her, and all of those other characters. They're good. It's just who it, the first comes first to my mind. Naru. I, I adore Bunny. I adore the girl and listen to me. I'm your father. Um, I adore the Black Bullet Girls, but my first inclination is automatically Naro. Mm, Sanahara's sister from Clonod. She was one of those characters I wanted to protect. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> Nietzsche, and you're like, I want to protect that. Uh, Fu uh, from um, from Little Busters was the same way. Rika from Little Busters, same way. Oh, now you're getting into outside of Lolly realm for me. Uh, who? Rika? Just most or of Fu. all of Little Buster characters. I wouldn't call I, any I don't of those know. Like I, I will. That's the same with Clannad. Like I mean, stuff. Uh, Clannad, she's technically, she's the Lolly character. I mean, Fu is technically the Lolly character. Oh my gosh, the characters in like all three of those girls that are in middle school and uh, Chino and uh, Maya and. All them from uh, Is Yorta Rabbit. I want to oh, protect yeah. their smiles. I want to protect their <laughs> smiles. That outro for the second season, you watch that, you go, I want to protect those. I want to keep all danger away from them. But see, then then, then you automatically go, okay, now, now, now obviously you've made the case for protecting all of the lollies. Can you get rid of the one lolly for all of them? Yeah, see, that that's goes back on this one. I mean, that's just a that's a moral question on itself. If you're if you're getting, and I'm being serious about it, really is is the thing. It's one of those questions of if if you knew that this person, this innocent child in the middle of the city, 
had a plague that would hatch in, you know, five minutes and kill this entire town full of uh, this entire metropolis of people, would you kill that person right then? Doc wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't be able I, it would, to. It would, I would just let it happen. Whatever, whatever is going to happen, happen, because I would not want to be the one that choose to kill one or the other is really yeah. the answer to the question. That's, that's, that's me. <laughs> so I guess in this, in this case, it says that in existence, I go to, I go, I go to another, so, a parallel so in, dimension where I don't have to do this. So essentially <laughs> in the case of this, this thing, no choice is given. So thus all die except for the cutest. That's, that's the answer, I guess. But you didn't. You didn't make a decision, though. So you didn't. No, you didn't I went cause to. A, I went to a parallel dimension. That's not in the. That's not on the list. You didn't say, <laughs> or you can go into a parallel dimension and save everybody. <laughs> that wasn't in there. Uh, let's see here. Let's round it out with. They more didn't realize. From... They didn't realize when they did this that I'm Tatsuya, so I can move from <laughs> dimension to dimension. <laughs> I disowned my brother Tatsuya. Anyways, our last one we have is from ASD Deprived. says, what are your thoughts on Sword Art Online video game canon? Um, I haven't really gotten too deep into it. I've only really played the first one. or No, Hollow, Hollow Fragments. And I haven't gotten far enough into the story to really get into any story bits. The only thing I can really say is that I like how they sold certain characters for me. Uh, characters that I thought were... Had really terrible writing in this the movie end up being characters that I got attached to in the video game because it showed me why they are the way they are and answered a lot of missing gaps that the show didn't really have so that's really all I can say I do really want to get into it because uh, even every time I see a trailer for the next movie the next game they're making it gets me more fascinated by how they're doing that world so I want to play the one with the flying powers the elfenheim okay. one i really want to play that one i want to be at the first one first mm-hmm. i want to be hauled fragments first but i know that's never gonna happen because that game's a huge time sink just like xenoblade chronicles i have no time <laughs> and i have visual novels to do apparently now we're, we're doomed uh just to round this thing out let's do some community stuff uh we have two things to note one is our December voting for the movie of the month is currently underway, and I think it will be concluded uh, a day after this post. So if you're listening to this early, you'll be able to get in there and vote. Uh, right now they have Howl's Moving Castle, Tokyo Godfathers, and The Girl Who Left Through Time up on the list. So, And I think Girl Who Left Through Time is currently winning. So if you want to watch any three of those movies, uh, definitely join in with their watch-along as they, that they will do for the month. Or get in there and vote if you wanted to do one specific one. Uh, our other thing we have is our watch-along that Neko runs. Uh, this is where the community members get together and watch a show through from beginning to end. And talk about each episode as they run. Uh, and they basically, it's like a book club. So they'll say, watch this episode on this day, this episode on this day. And then come in there and kind of chime in as you watch them. And they're currently watching Am- Amagami SS. So if you've been wanting to watch that show... Jump in there and, and, and discuss it with them. Uh, but again, if you've watched it already, don't spoil anything for anybody. That's not, that's not cool. You don't like that. Um, but that's all we have. We're done. Are you sure? Yeah, unless you had something else. No. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, we appreciate you all listening to us. We hope you always enjoyed this discussional podcast. Again, you can find us at otakuspirit.com. That's where all of our news, reviews, and coverage of new and old anime, as well as our forum community up top on the forum link. 
uh, social media links on the right side. Again, I give a shout out. We thank to everybody who pay, uh, supports us with Patreon and everybody who supports us vocally by telling other people about us. Uh, it's the best way to let people know about us and help us grow. Um, but again, yeah, thank you. So we defeated this set of questions. So if you guys want more, better ask. Yeah, we have we have dried it up. We dried it up. But we're going to be busy for the next coming weeks. Again, we're going to have our uh, our big preview for the uh, winter 2016 season coming up here. We're going to be recording it next week. Uh, we also have some other ones that are in the pipeline to discuss. Idolis Arc. The Idolis Arc. The Idolis Arc. Apparently what? It's coming. Oh, the fairy tale. Yeah. Okay, fairy cast. Chris is... We've got Samurai Brides coming. Yes. Hopefully we can record that eventually sometime. Probably tomorrow, maybe. <laughs> for most of our other stuff, yeah, we have, uh, again, we have the, the previews for the next season coming up. Again, we'll have our uh, fall 2015 uh, reviews starting to hit early January, starting out January. Uh, but yeah, look forward to that. And again, we thank you all for listening. We hope you all take care. Later. Oos. Oh,